When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking real money. Well, it's important that we talk about this, don't you think? Hey, hi, welcome to Talking Real Money. I'm Don McDonald. Over there is Tom Cock. We are the co-hosts of Talking Real Money and have been since its inception about, uh, I don't know, a long time ago. Long time ago. You said that very quickly. and I know, uh, I'm practicing. I was watching, right. I was watching Jim Cramer, so I'm trying to talk as fast as Jim Cramer talks, because I, I, but I can't. He really goes on fast. You got to stop and think. Wow. Did he just say what I think? I don't. I don't. I don't even know what he said. And the reason I'm saying that. Oh, let me give you the phone number first. Eight five five nine three five talk. Eight five five nine three five eight two five five. Because you can. Come on. Eight five. You know? Are you cutting nine, out again? Nine. Oh, we got nine. To, we got to fire Comcast, nine, dude. Did you ever check three, to five, see if do you, you have a phone company in your neighborhood? I told uh, no one. Ha- no one of it. And I, the broad, the member of the broadband people, they just said, nah. Oh, did you talk to them finally? And they said, oh, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nope. Did you ask your neighbors if you have a phone company? I don't know. I'm afraid my neighbors. Anything. <laughs> I don't think I'm very popular. <laughs> okay. I kind of hide in my house, as you know. All right. Didi. You're going to get me musks and put it up on the roof or something. it's. I don't know if it's working yet. Didi, do me a favor. Go visit one of the neighbors. They'll probably talk to you. Uh, I can understand why they wouldn't talk to Tom. And ask if there's a local phone company from whom we can get broadband. I just want to know. Because right. it goes... Yeah, yeah, just like All that. All right, Jim Kramer. Anyway, I forgot. And I the it. reason we're talking about Kramer okay. is... All right, he did a he did a video, and, and he's... Of course he did. He's so funny. Well, he's on TV. But yeah. he's... He's he's trying to explain why stocks like Disney, and that was the one he was focusing on in this mm-hmm. video. Why Disney is the same price today as it was in January before COVID. With all the bad blamed... stuff that's going on. And no, no, don't don't give it away. Oh, don't give it away. Okay, don't give me. it away. Cutting I'm, to the chase. We're gonna cut to yeah. the we're gonna cut not to the chase. We're gonna cut to the Kramer. Go. You can't hear it? Not very loud. And the, how many times can you say that about Jim Cramer that he's not very wow, loud? Wow, that's weird. Okay, I'm going to turn it off. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm <laughs> now it's not going to stop. I often wonder who are these guys. That's better. Look through the valleys of good numbers. How is it possible they don't care about the near term? How can they be so ridiculously optimistic? Again, these are paying loss buyers. They're pulling the trigger like all. Uh, what was that word? For the paying loss buyers. I don't. Worlds. I have to believe. You know who I think this is the work of? Yes. Youth. Youth. Ute? Callow youth. No one who's been in the business for any length of time in the last 30 years yeah. would make these trades, would own these stocks no. up here. They're too obvious. I've only seen this kind of action once before in the 1980s, where stocks that went to 80, then cruised to 90, then cruised to 100, then cruised to 120. Don't laugh. That was my sales pitch to a lot of people, a lot of jaded people like many people are now. And it always worked because we were in one of those rare moments where you had to throw your discipline out the window or at least... That kind of discipline, it's a moment like this one. New discipline. 
crazy discipline. Faith. So throw your out the window and just buy stocks? Is that what he's saying? That's what he said. What He was in the business, like I was, in the the 80s. 80s. We're about the same age, apparently. Because I was in my 20s when I got in the business. He ran a hedge fund then. And he's telling people back then, you just got to keep buying these stocks. They're going up, they're going up, they're going up, they're going up, like that. But, But here's the thing. Before we get to that, there were about 30 words that I didn't even understand because he said them so quickly. He was very fast there. Was yes. that fast? Was that like Jim Cramer on speed? Yeah. I, I mean, don't know what is he's Is that on. how he normally is? I never watch. I'm more disturbed that he's blaming the Utes of America. That's the part that's upsetting to me. Yeah, yeah. My cousin Vinny over there, the Utes. Yeah, well, I figure Juliana yeah. can cite it. I can too. Right? So why not? <laughs> but that is funny Without that he's saying it's dye, the young the people. But it, when in fact it's it's people. It's just this is the part. Okay, we went through this. We've gone through this with many people before. I think most famously, Bill Gross and Jeffrey Gundlach, who complained night and day about what the Federal Reserve's doing and how that's not impacting the bond market the way that it should be. Right, the market isn't doing and what the, it's supposed uh, to do because the way my bet was, it's not working out for my bet. No, yeah, but here's the thing with Jim. He's been in this business a long time. Wait, let me do it again. He's been in this business a long time. Uh, <laughs> you got to take some couple five-hour energies or something. And doesn't he realize that the stock market doesn't react to events that are happening currently? That it's forward-looking? It's anticipating better times ahead for the Walt Disney Company and all but of Disney's those But Disney's a great company. Yeah, he admits that. Yeah. It shouldn't be trading where it is today. Wait a minute. It is trading where it is today. Because the market is smarter than the experts. 855-935-TALK. There's a science to managing money. I call it financial physics, and you can get a free copy of my easy-to-read book, Financial Physics, at talkingrealmoney.com slash free, or there's an interactive version available on Apple iBooks. It's called Financial Physics. That's spelled with an F, and you can get it free at talkingrealmoney.com slash free or in the Apple Bookstore. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. You're going to be still... What? I still laugh. I just think it's funny because... Uh, Tom sits here and laughs during the break. What? Well, I know because it's all... Isn't it always true that your generation blames the next one? Oh, oh those yeah, 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 yeah. They don't know what they're talking about. They always got all oh, those people. Because all those young people. Same thing. I got to oh, tell you, though, I, 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 was, I, I, I saw my <laughs> sister-in-law recently, and she, mm. she's, she's grilling me about day trading. She's in her oh, 60s. Goodness. And okay, she's, so she's not among the youth. She's not a youth, but she's day trading. And she's oh, buying on. she's buying the things that uh, she thinks are hot. We'll talk yeah, more about mm-hmm. that in a minute. Eight five five nine three five talk is our phone number, eight five five nine three five. Eight two five five. Michelle, welcome to Talking Real Money. Are Hi you there. one of the youths of which we speak? Hey Michelle. Hi. Hey, I had a question. Um I work for government and I have a four fifty seven B deferred comp plan. And I, they recently just started offering, probably a year or two ago, a uh, Roth IRA in addition to the regular 457B. Um, and I am contributing to both. Um, I, and so my question is, how much should I contribute to each one of them? So I've been contributing to the regular 457B for 18 plus years. I have 146, mm-hmm. 140, almost 144,000 in there. Part of that's in the okay. Roth because I just started 
contributing to that. So right now I'm contributing, I believe, 70 a month to the 457B, the regular one, and then $60 a month, not a month, per pay period. I get, I get paid every two weeks. And then I'm how, contributing how, $60. How, how, okay, well, let me start with the, with the question that I, I hate asking, but mm-hmm. how old are you? 47. 47. Oh, okay. so you're still yeah, you're younger. You're, now, we can call we can call you one of the youths no, we of America. Can't. She's that not age. a youth. Oh, okay. but, <laughs> uh, but here's the, here's the deal: the 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 split between Roth and and uh, and taxable at retirement investment pre tax and post tax. It's it's a it's an art rather than a science. Yeah, no, I think that's true. So here's the here's the way I'd look at it. I mean, one thing is when you retire. Are you going to be eligible for a pension that is going to be taxable or not? Oh, that is a good question. Um, yes, I am. Because here's at the end of the day, what you. Well, are you, yeah, are I mean, you going to are you going to get a pension? You're going to get yeah. a pension. Yeah. OK, yeah. so okay. she'll have a pension. And so here's here's the here's the here's the way it lines up for me anyway. I mean, it's tax rate today versus tax rate in the future. We don't know what the tax rate technically will be when you retire right in 15 20 years whatever. Heck, not it is. even technically we, we have no clue we have no clue it'll be in january but right. anyway so that that's one but but the but will your generally income be less in the future than it is today yeah probably because you're not going to be earning an income but if you're getting a pension you're getting social security etc um so here's the way i would look at it if today your tax rate is still relatively low, and I don't know if you work for the government if it, where it shakes out. I think a split at 47 makes sense because you're hedging your bets a little bit, right? You're saying, eh, I'm paying some tax today on the Roth part. I'm not paying tax on the other. One grows tax-free. The other grows tax-deferred. You're kind of hedging your bets a little bit. So I think a 50-50 split at age 47, probably okay. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a uh, split in the baby kind of approach. You know, it's, it's very biblical. Uh and here's how here's how I look at it. If you had at this point, after you'd been saving for a while, you made a lot of money, you were in a high paying job, and you had a million dollars saved by today, or or you know a big big chunk, then I would say overemphasize the Roth because you're probably going to end up in a higher tax bracket in retirement. But with the 144, you're on a good track to a decent, comfortable retirement, but you're probably not barring any unforeseen major tax law changes, you're probably not going to be in a dramatically higher bracket. So I think Tom's right. Split it up. Another thing to think about, by the way, in terms of the taking money out part, now, as you know, they pushed it back to 72. However, if the money is in a Roth 457 or 401k, you have to start taking that out. Uh, whereas, uh, I think it's before that. Anyway, so the law, the rules are a little bit different when it comes to the Roth portion, which is also a consideration. So I think just splitting it again, we don't know in the future. Generally, your tax rate would be lower in retirement. Probably makes pretty good sense. Yeah, I, I, I concur. Does that help? Quick, if I may. It does a sure. little bit other yeah. than in my 457B, the pre-tax, um, that has, um, far more money a lot more money in it than yep. the Roth. Mm-hmm. And so should I play catch up or should I just 50, 50, well, what is your tax rate? What is your, what, how much, what, what, what do you kind of income do you have today? Rate. Yeah. Give us your I'm, income. Sorry. Well, oh, What's your income? current, um, current taxable income? My, gro- my gross. Oh, my yeah. taxable income is probably about 94 a year, 94,000 a year. Probably going to be a lower tax bracket in retirement. Yeah. 
Um, okay. No, I don't. I don't. I think you should stick with what you have and just start splitting from here because it just, yeah. just it, it. Again, if you had a huge amount, I'd say sure, catch up on that Roth. But at this juncture, you plus it's giving you a tax deduction today. You're you're. Are you single or married? Uh, single right now, but we'll be married soon. Okay, and does he have a substantial income? Um, it's about be better. He's a little bit more, but close. Oh, that's good though. That's going to put okay. you. No, that's yeah, great. It's yeah. important. I think the deduction is really working, probably working a little better for you because you'll probably be in a lower bracket. Probably now we got the the husband coming it's still up. Still very but gray. It's but still I think, very gray. I think a fifty fifty split down the road yeah, going forward. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no reason to jump it up to try to reach the hundred and forty four you have in the. Mm-mm. And then after you get married, let's look at the whole thing and try to figure it all out together and make sure that you're on the right track then. Okay? Yeah. Very good. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks, Michelle. 855-935-TALK. Like the way I threw that in there. What? Income? Do you think that was? I, she said, uh, you asked him how much income he has. He better have a big income. Yeah. He is as good as hers. That's fair. Okay. That's good. Yeah, that's that's good. That's yeah. good. I like that. I wish my wife has had as big an income as I have. I am. I am going to be absolute. I'm just. I have. I have no idea what my wife's income is going to be this year. It'll be fast. No, no. She runs the food trucks. It's, it's going to be business. small. You have no idea. Yeah, it's going to. It's going to be very small. Though, oh, for twenty. It's been a horrible year for twenty twenty. Oh, horrible year. Oh, for and I don't think twenty twenty one is going to be a whole lot better. Because remember, some of those major tech firms that she does the work for, they're they've already said they're not even going to have people back in the office till like mid next year. That means yeah. they won't have any big events. It's going to be. It's going to be slow go. So. Anyway, tough economy for food, but bless her. She's got the Christmas stuff up already. So there you go. I, it all, it all evens it's out. It's very festive there at the cock home. <laughs> you would be surprised. Just there's already a couple of trees or as we call crazy, it, the so. chicken coop, uh, the chicken coop. <laughs> More appropriate. 855-935-8255. That's our phone number. Give us a call. 855-935-TALK. Uh, there is, there is no, this is one of the things that we run into a lot is this, this desire for an absolute answer now yeah. about yeah. the future. And this is where we really struggle is because we know something and we're going to actually be honest about it. We don't know the future. Now, there are a lot of other people out there who claim to know the future, but they don't know well, no, it I know either. Two, I know two, fu- two futures, death and taxes. Other yeah. than that, it's all a guess. So I'm, beyond that, I couldn't well, really tell you, you know, If I got broke enough, there might not even be taxes, but there will definitely be death. <laughs> That's true. So, it awaits us all. Yeah, so. darn it. Uh, 855-935-TALK. Give us a call. We will try and help you make more sense out of this important stuff called money. Tom and Don are talking real money. Everybody needs help with their money now and again. And if you need more help than we can give in the course of this podcast or show, set up an appointment with one of our advisors for a free actual meeting with no obligation and no high-pressure sales pitch. Just go to Vestory.com, that's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com, or call 800-386-3004. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Real money, real life, really important. That's why we're really here almost. Well, have we not been here for a Saturday? One. I think one Saturday in all these years, we didn't actually do a live show. And you know, you know, we have one of those old things. I don't know what those are called. Kitchen that shows the pictures. 
and it always shows the a year ago. Do you know where I was a year ago? I'll just tell you right now. I will show, and it was a place sunnier and much warmer. Oh, were you in Mexico? Right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I hate pictures keep popping up. Like, yes, shut it down. I did the show. Oh. You did the show. We we've never. I don't think we've ever had a recorded one. program. Yes, we did for retire. Do have one retirement? Oh, okay. But otherwise, we're here. And we'll. And by the way, program reminder: we'll be here for the holidays because where else would we be? <laughs> where would you go? <laughs> I know. No, we can't. We yeah. can't go anywhere. All right. Eight five five nine three five. Talk is our phone number here. And Mike, you're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, Mike. Oh, hello. How are you? Good. Good. Thanks. Good. Um, I have a couple of questions about um, how do I um, separate, um, you know, one one particular advisor for another if I'm if I'm looking to make a change, and you know everyone wants to know what I'm currently doing, and um, how do, how do I um, how do I get That's the a, most yeah, out wait. of people's help? Wait. How do I get the most out of people's help? Hmm, that's yeah. intriguing. I mean, from from the standpoint of not getting confused by by one well, advisor or another advisor coming up with a different plan, and then when you study that, you find out that they're very similar. Well, there should be actually. There should be almost. They should be. If someone was doing what they what they're supposed to do, they should be almost identical. From one advisor okay, to another in terms of the investment portfolio. Are you really asking sort of how do you comparison shop between one advisor and another? Yeah, that's part that's that's certainly part of it, yes. I mean, so here I here here would be my rules. Number one, I would only I would only even talk as a prospective advisor to a, to a registered investment advisory mm-hmm. that's a hundred percent registered, not duly registered, that's one. I would not. I would only talk to people that charge one percent a year or less. Mm-hmm. And then here's where the, here's where the rubber I think also meets the road. This is me, and this is a decision every one of you has to make on your own. I would only talk to somebody that uses a passive or index style management, because once you start veering off from there, you get into high expense funds. You get into people that think they can see the future. Th- those are my rules. Uh, because we run into a lot of people that they go, they go talk to me and say, well, he said he's a hundred percent fiduciary. Well, they are, but they're just using lousy products that, that, that I don't think you should be in. Go ahead, Don. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is, is, is I want someone who is from the get go, totally transparent, totally transparent, no opacity at all. When you say, how much do you charge? They actually tell you, they don't hem and haw and go, well, you know, we're going to we get some on the backside. Up front. Some, yeah, yep. Totally, totally, totally up front. And then, as Ronald Reagan said, trust but verify. Look yeah, I mean, that, them up. After those first three things, then you're going to get into, is it a good match from a personality standpoint? And Don pointed out last hour, every advisor is nice because they want your business, but you got to find out how often they contact you, what sort of planning they do, how available they are. We just talked to somebody yesterday. We reach out to every client every quarter because we want to. We want to know what's going on in your life. So those are the kind of things you should know. And you're not going to like this part. When you look them up, you need to actually read the boring stuff. Well, and right, where do you yeah, go look I'm, them up, Don? Yeah. Have you ever on these two advisors? Have you gone to the SEC website where their ADVs are? 
um, uh, not not in the last six months. Um, okay, it, did, it's advisor. It yeah, it's advisorinfo.sec.gov, and you really need to actually read. And by the way, here's an interesting way to determine whether or not this is someone you want to deal with. If their ADV is over about twenty or 30 pages long ridiculous toss them in the trash because it means they're yeah. hiding a lot of stuff in a lot of legalese you want somebody with a nice short understandable adv part two shows you how much they how much they manage how they manage money and how much they charge so go check them out trust but verify 855-935-TALK tom and don are talking real money if you don't have a financial plan, well, sometimes you just need a little help getting started. And we offer that free help to anybody in a meeting with one of our fiduciary advisors. To set one up, just go to Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com, or call 800-386-3004. There's no obligation, no cost, and, I promise, no sales pitch. We're talking real money. As we do live every Saturday on Como Radio in Seattle. And then we do like every day in our podcast. Pretty much every day. Seven days a week. Well, we try to do seven days a week unless Don takes what? a day off. Sometimes no, we no don't. No, no days off. I, 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 I'm, yeah. I'm that, tired. That, excuse me? I'm tired. <laughs> You're like the 36-year-old guy who's tired? <laughs> I'm tired. I, I came that close to I, saying Yeah, he's 36. 36. I'm 64, on, and I'm tired. Yeah, let's not get tired, okay, at 36, but he's I can be fun. tired that's at 64. Fair. Yeah, I think that's okay. Thank but 36, you. not so much. I mean, come on. 50 years ago, I'd be dead by now. Good point. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. Give us a call. We'd love to help you manage your money better. Kara, welcome to Talking Real Money. Your turn. Hi, how are you? We're good, thanks. Thanks for calling. Yeah, so I just wanted a little bit of um, investment advice. So I am 33 years old, um, and right now I have some money invested in a pre-tax contribution into my 401k, and I've just recently kind of played around a little bit with index funds and invested a little bit into that um, on my own. Um, I've got... Um, virtually no debt with the exception of my mortgage. And I've got, the biggest thing is I've got about a hundred K sitting in my checking and I just feel like it's kind of going to waste there. I feel like I would like to invest some of it. Um, um, <laughs> you should see us so both. We're, we're both return. nodding our heads. Yes. We're both going like, wow. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Grand? I just really, I just really don't know where to, uh, to kind of, you know, where I should go about investing that, given my age. I don't want to do anything too risky. Um, I, Wait a minute. I Didn't you say did you're 33? Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, okay, I'm tired. I'm tired of this. We had the guy who's 36, and he said, I'm too tired. Now we've, now we've got we got a woman who's 33, and she says she's too old to be to don't take risk. Take risk. <laughs> you're you should young. be taking a lot oh, no, of no, risk no. at 33. <laughs> Oh, a lot of risk. Okay, well, I yeah, and I just don't know really kind of what my options are with All that. Right. Um, I have a, a pretty steady income, so good. That money is essentially that's important. Let's go there, back. Yeah. Let's go back. Are, are you married? Are you married or single? You married or single? Single. Yeah, Tom. Okay. Don't get any ideas. Stop it. I'm sorry. Okay, and <laughs> what is your what is your income? He's old. He's old. Roughly, Kara, Kara, he's old. I'm really old. Yeah. What's what's, what's your, your income? You're safe. <laughs> 
Um, a hundred and thirty thousand a year. Oh yeah, she just makes Ooh, a little. Okay. So you're not eligible to do a Roth IRA at one hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Wait a minute, you're getting person. ahead of the curve. All I right, thought well, you were going to go in the right spot first. No. Okay. All right. Go <laughs> well, ahead. Go I, ahead. Kara. I should mention well, that I she has something else to add. My taxable, <laughs> my taxable income is one hundred five k, and the rest is from um, okay. uh, military disability retirement. That's okay. That's good. I mean, all that's all that's great. Here's the thing: you got a hundred thousand no. in the bank. Some of that, I would assume, and I'm making a, a, a big assumption, is for emergencies. Like you, you can't work for a while, right? Yes, I have two children too, two little boys. So, yeah. All right, so you're going to need some emergency money. What is uh, what's your what's your annual? What are the, your annual household expenses? If you had to not work for a year, how much would you need to to, to pay the bills for a year? Uh, probably about three thousand a month with the mortgage, That's all? utilities, so groceries. 000. You're good. All right. So you need you need to have about forty thousand dollars immediately available in some very short term, very safe vehicle. The rest of that money, the other sixty thousand dollars, is that money you would like to see grow for your retirement in about thirty five years. I would, but mostly I really have my eye on some short-term investment um, options more than anything, which I know puts me in looking into more of the high-risk categories. Um, Tell me, what do you mean by short-term term investment options? What is, yeah, what do you what 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 kind um, of? In, uh, I guess a shorter term, a high a high return in a shorter amount of time, something that I can reinvest and grow over time. Oh, do tell us. We want to know what no, that no, is. No, no, I guess I'm confused. So you want to make a lot more money in the short term so you can invest it for the long term? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I think that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> that's probably why I'm calling you guys. Okay. I haven't is, read that I'm book. I'm waiting. Sure right, no. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. If you want to grow the money in the short term for some other purpose, great. That's wonderful. It's like to buy a house or pay kids college education. Now, one of the things you probably should do if you haven't funded your kids college education is look at the Utah uh, TS uh, um, 529 plan at my529.com. But really, your primary goal should be your retirement if you don't have another purpose. Before you end up buying a financial product that you'll regret later, either call us on the podcast or the show, or if you need a little more time, that's why we offer free meetings with our fiduciary advisors at Vestory with no cost, no obligation, and no high-pressure sales pitch, I promise. Just give us a call at 800-386-3004, or better yet, just set up an appointment at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. All right. All right. I've had the break to think about it, and I've kind of got this all clear. Uh, I think I've cleared it all up for you, Kara. All right. I've got it all clear. Before you get into that, can I say one thing? No. Okay, I was, okay all, go ahead. St- I was on a roll. No, just very quickly. Very but quickly. I'm going to Because I'm going to talk about the tax part, and then you can talk about the investing part. Right. Number one, she should... Because even if she doesn't have the cash flow regularly from her job, she has the money. She should make sure she maxes out her 401k, which I think is around $17,500, right? That's number one. Right. 
No brainer. Number two, you correctly point out, then the next thing would be maybe to save something for her sons for their higher education, and we like the Utah 529. Right. That's it when it comes to the tax part. Then you're going to tell her how to get rich quick well, is what no, she wants here's, to know. Here's what I, oh, okay. here's what I was going to say. Is here's, I figured this out. Kara, here's what you want. You want what everybody else wants. You want to make a big killing on Wall Street uh, buying something or a big killing in real estate or a big killing in something right now, which in our vernacular is called gambling. You do not want, even at 33 years old, you don't want to gamble with your future. What you should do is all those things we just said, max out your 401, save for your kid's college, and then the rest needs to be saved for your long-term future. There's no such thing as making a bunch of short-term money without taking a bunch of ridiculous gambling-style risk. And the way you said you were dabbling I think you said playing in index funds. It's not really playing because they're real investments. It would be so simple just to take a big chunk of that money after you've done all these other things and put it into VT, VT, which is the Vanguard Total World Stock ETF. And one of my our best clients just texted me and said, it's 19500 you dunderhead. You could put in the oh, yeah, it is 19, under the age of 50. It's nineteen five. I forget. They change the number every Okay, nineteen five. That'll be good till the end of the year. Nineteen so five, and then that. it's a 65. Mary from Bellevue. Is it a $6,500 ketchup? No, it's $5,500. $5, no. Wait a minute. Ask your provider. I it's a $7,500 ketchup. Mm, yes, good. that is correct. This 20, year it's twenty five. Next year it's twenty six total for people over fifty. In twenty twenty one, it's twenty six thousand yeah. total. All right, it's something like that. Because so, that's um, how much I'm sure. gonna, I'm going to be putting in mine because I'm old. Okay, uh, but by the way, the other good news for Kara is that um, I think despite the governor's orders, the casinos are still open and available. Yeah, but in our book, that's you know bad. I think you just said something about gambling. It's, Bad. That's gambling. It's not a good idea. No, I don't. I wouldn't put my future on black or red or a or roulette or, or Amazon no, or Disney or. Oh yeah, well no, actually I would on Disney because Jim Cramer says it's going to go down. <laughs> that has to go up pretty much. Oh, after Kramer oh, it's said the it, it's the Cramer contrary. I would buy theory. the I would buy the opposite. Whenever of what, of Jim what says, do the opposite. I, as soon as he said that. Disney, baby, boom! <laughs> yeah, you know, get was, in, get in now. I was reading a thing from my, of course, you know, they're among my favorite people in the world, the Motley Fool, oh. the Motley oh. Fool, yeah. and the hmm. Motley Fool did. A, they had an article from one of their fool people. Um, that was the five the five things you have to. The, the, what was it? The five must follow rules for every investment yeah five must follow yeah. rules yeah. and the first Have one basically it. is the same uh, stupid rule that we keep hearing over and over and over and no, over they and over. had the same rule 25 years ago buy what you know only buy the stocks you understand yeah no okay, you don't understand them and then they go on though to give you all the good advice they start with the really bad stuff buy individual stocks and then later they go diversify wait how do you buy individual stocks and diversify? You don't have you don't. enough money. You, and you keep your fees low. By the way, these are the same people that told you 20 years ago, don't buy mutual funds because you're paying someone for a service you don't need. And then you go pick up your own portfolio. And then they write articles to say, that say buy an but index let's fund. Let's finish the thought. I All mean, right. only buy what you know. You don't know. 
how Amazon, how many of you really know that Amazon makes most of its money through their cloud service? No, you don't really know that. How many of you know how really does, does Starbucks make money by, you know, dealing with the, the coffee growers to make the money that way? Or is it the fact that we don't know those publicly traded companies are huge. There's all kinds of things you do. Yeah. And you have no idea what the future may look like. Absolutely not. What you want to do instead is own the market and get market returns. Those have been great for a long period of time. It is a really an awful thing to say to people. Well, because awful. you cannot know what everybody knows in aggregate you can't know all of everything everybody knows and you have to understand that every time you buy a stock there's somebody probably smarter than you selling it to you bingo andrew well, we, and we, somebody's yeah more andrew money we've got a minute we got a couple minutes we'll Go. sneak your question in hi andrew welcome to talking real money I just heard you talk about the Total World Fund with Vanguard, and I was invited to an ultra-high net worth conference with Vanguard and Lacuna Miguel. And if you look at the data on their funds, hands down, total stock market and VFIAX, which is the S&P 500, beat all of the other funds, especially if you don't have a timing consideration on when you need to get out. So if you have a long time Over what horizon, period of time? Nothing comes close to those two. Yeah. And and really what with the longer over the longer time horizon the the total world um has beaten the 500 yeah. but it's Did they both that? have periods where they for example in, in 2000 to 2010 the 500 dramatically underperformed 2010 plus the S&P 500 outperformed. So it really does as Tom said it depends on the period you're looking at but you're absolutely right. Why buy all this other stuff when the indexes win? The indexes crush everything. Yeah, that's Thank why. Thank you, Andrew. That's why, really Andrew. We keep telling people, and we we're so glad that you you uh, reinforce that. We keep we doing started... this over and over and over again. I keep telling you that this is not complicated. Investing is too easy to be as hard as we make it. And again, we started the show saying, do not combine your investments with insurance products. That's a no-brainer. Don't take advice from people that are telling you that's different this time, or here's what you need to know right now, because those people are selling you a newsletter, a book, or a an annuity, silly TV show, because that's what their job is to do, versus the academic work where they aren't selling anything. They don't care. That's who you want to trust. And there is nothing new under the investment sun. There's nothing new. Now, the one new thing that has come along over the past several decades is the ETF, the Exchange Traded Fund, yeah. which is a very cool concept. But it doesn't make more money than the old-fashioned index fund that it that it mimics. It's just a slightly yeah. more, maybe more efficient way of doing it. That's all. But there's Less no expensive way. expensive and more tax efficient. Yeah, but there's no way to create a vehicle that makes more money than the market with the exact same long-term risk of the market. It's just not possible. Otherwise, why would people buy stocks? Exactly. And that's, again, where we started the show. When there's some program that an insurance company offers you that says, well, you get 6 or 7% a year with none of the risk of the market. And that's just Doesn't not happen. true, by the way. They can no. they can make those claims, but you never find them in their disclosure documents. You never it's funny. If mm. you read the disclosure documents, and I can see why people don't read them because that one person did send the disclosure documents they got yep. on that whole life policy, and yep. it was fifty pages of really fine print that was I, I mean, it was confusing me, and I've been in this business for a very 
long time and it took me a while to muddle through it and i went oh oh there it is this is not what they said i'm gonna wish you all happy thanksgiving please do have gratitude for all that we have in a year that we might not have as much as we might otherwise (laughs) right no all right you're laughing i'm just gonna go get a little turkey just a little tiny one (laughs) i think they call them cornish game hens i think you're right they're not bad either yeah Tom and Don are talking real money. There's a science to managing money. I call it financial physics, and you can get a free copy of my easy-to-read book, Financial Physics, at TalkingRealMoney.com slash free, or there's an interactive version available on Apple iBooks. It's called Financial Physics. That's spelled with an F, and you can get it free at TalkingRealMoney.com slash free or in the Apple Bookstore. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And if you're just hanging out, socially distancing at your home over the Thanksgiving week, well, maybe you can take advantage of that time, get a little help with your financial situation. If you have one of those hodgepodge portfolios, it's got all this garbage in it, or you're trying to build a plan for a long-term future, bug our advisors. They'll work with you for free, really, and they won't try to sell you anything. All you do is go to Vestory.com and set up an appointment. Vestory.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.